you are listening to the Spiritual Warrior Coach with Barbara Sabin, the podcast for discovering how powerful your wisdom, compassion, and courage is. Get ready to join Barbara and her guests as they explore and offer you advice on how to reclaim your power, your energy, and your authentic self. And now, here's the host of the show, Barbara Sabin. Thank you for joining me today, and welcome to the Spiritual Warrior Coach Podcast. I am your host, Barbara Savin, and I am here to help you reclaim your power, your energy, and your authentic self. I am a certified clinical and medical hypnotherapist, energy healing specialist, life coach, best-selling author of Gentle Energy Touch, The Beginner's Guide to Hands-On Healing. You know, I have been helping my clients for over 35 years, and the older I get, the more wisdom seems to come through. So isn't it time that you believe in yourself? You know, your mind is going to provide you with your greatest challenges in life because it's so very, very powerful. So let's use that mind for positive thinking, creating harmony, balance, peace, love, happiness, and anything else that your heart desires. Because one day the world will tap you on your shoulder and say, this is your time to shine. And speaking about shining, I'm going to bring my shining guest on right now. Hello, Maria. How are you? <laughs> Hi there, Barbara. So good to be here. Thanks for the invitation. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. So let me tell my listeners a little bit about you. Yeah. Dr. Maria Rothenberger. She is a professional counselor, a fertility coach, and a baby communicator who helps people go from stressed, overwhelmed, and obsessed with fertility to feeling peaceful, hopeful, and connected to their greater purpose. And she is also the author of the number one best-selling book, Transcending Infertility, Nine Keys to Improving Fertility, Creating Miracles, and being a better human. And she is also the host of the podcast, Miracles Happen Fertility. And Dr. Maria has been a therapist for over 16 years and came out in 2020 as a psychic medium, specializing, specializing in spirit baby communication. So, wow, <laughs> welcome so much. This is big. I mean... We've never had a, a, you know, a baby communicator on the show. And um, yeah. I'm so excited to have you here today. I'm so glad. Yay. I'm hoping it's a good introduction for your listeners to spirit oh. baby communication. It's fascinating. Oh, I know that. So how did you actually get into all this and know that you had this ability? Yeah, that's a good question. So um, as you said, during during COVID is when I quote unquote came out. But before that, well before that, about seven or eight years before that, I was doing just traditional psychotherapy with somebody who had lost her twins at, oh gosh, it was 23 weeks or so gestation. And so we were just doing grief counseling, you know, which is I say just doing grief counseling. Grief counseling is a really big deal. Um, we were doing regular grief counseling and 
in the middle of this counseling, this is when I lived in New Jersey over where you hail from Brooklyn. <laughs> um, in the middle of that session, the babies, the twins came to me, to my, into my awareness. Now I am very grounded in like science, evidence-based, give me all that stuff. I love it. Um, I thought maybe I was going a little crazy, <laughs> having a hallucination or something. I had uh -huh. no idea what was going on. So I, um, I ignored it. I just ignored it. And I kept, they were just talking and talking and feeding me images and like, it was actually like having another person in the therapy room with me, distracting me from working with this client. So I, I did my best and I still ignored it. I didn't even respond to them. Um, and I went home that day and while I was driving home, they were messing with my radio. Um, and so I put a podcast on and they messed with that. They kept switching the podcast back and forth from different and then they landed on a podcast episode where the woman said, get over yourself. <laughs> like, okay, wow. that are like, you, are you telling me to get over myself? I still ignored it. And I went home and for the next two weeks, I had not seen that client for two weeks. For the next two weeks, these babies hounded me. They were there when I woke up, they were moving things in my house. They were still messing with my stereo, my radio, my podcast, every, they were messing with everything. And the next time I saw her, I was so overwhelmed with these, these babies that I finally said to her, how open are you? And she said, I'm, I'm open. And I said, okay, I'm stopping the therapy right now because this isn't something that you can put into like ethical, it's like really difficult. So I said, I'm stopping therapy right now. I will extend your session if we need, if you'd like to. Um, but this is, oh, I'm sorry, my dog. I hope you have an editor. Oh no, it's okay. Listen, we have dogs barking all the time. <laughs> oh, good. I'm going to let him oh, out. Oh my, she's so adorable. <laughs> she could have stayed. <laughs> that, that was Prince. He's a little verbal. <laughs> so where was I? Okay. So I asked her how open she was. I stopped the therapy session and I said, to her what was going on. And so I told her things that they were telling me, you know, um, things that had been happening in their household, um, the doorbell ringing in the middle of the night, pictures falling off the wall. Um, they, they showed me in their, in my mind's eye, a, a memorial that they had for these babies with teddy bears. And she said, yes, these, so all these things were things that they were confirming and, um, I did nothing with that for seven or eight years um, because I was like, this is crazy. Because once it went away, once the babies went away, I was like, what the heck was that? This, that can't be real. That was not, no, it was not a thing. Um, and then I ran into somebody who also does spirit baby communication. And I realized how healing it can be for people. And that's what I am. I'm a healer, right? I'm a therapist and I'm also clinical hypnotherapist, right? So it's very healing for folks. And I thought, okay, if it's healing and this is my calling, then I'm gonna get some training and, and do the thing. A side note, I did talk to both of my parents. They're, they were divorced when I was three. So I'm talking to them separately. And they both said, oh yeah, we have psychic 
phenomena in our family all the time. Both sides. Both sides. Wow. (laughs) Okay. I was like, okay, (laughs) that would have been useful to know, but, uh, right. So I take this very seriously. I know that, you know, people sometimes take it a little lightly or, you know, in the, in the U S we need to say, this is for entertainment purposes only, you know, for legal reasons. Um, but I do take it very seriously. Um, and it's been a beautiful, beautiful blessing to be able to do this for people. Oh, it is because so many people, well, I'm sure she needed to know maybe why they left, you know? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and so that yeah. she can move yeah. on with her life, knowing that yep. here these two, they were two twins, right? Yeah. They both, you know, passed over. And I'm sure she was at her wit's end knowing that these children, you know, died. But she probably right. wanted to know why did they chose not to come in this time? Right, right. Well, clinically, what happens is folks blame themselves. I should have done, could have done. What did I do wrong? I could have done this better. I should have done that better. I shouldn't have eaten that thing. I shouldn't exercise there. I shouldn't yeah. have, right? Um, and of course, it didn't have anything to do with her behavior. And once she, so there is a grain of salt here, right? Because this was a um, a therapy client. So I have to say, this is separate from the therapy and yet it's so therapeutic. Um, It's unfortunate in the US. I have clients all over and they're like, you know, one for example is in Portugal. She's like, no, no, we put them together, spiritual and, and, you know, you know, therapy Mm -hmm. and, yeah, they're not separate, but in, no. unfortunately here we have to, but well, that, yeah. that's how truly people heal when they, all the could have, would have, should have are removed. And then they realize that this is the root, this is truly the root yeah. cause of this situation. Right. And they right. stop blaming. And so she, people. yeah, yeah. She invited her husband to another session and we talked mm-hmm. about, you know, more things. It was just really amazing to see that I had no idea what the heck I was doing. I'm like, what's going on? I'm doing, I'm just telling you what they're telling me. So, uh, and yeah. And so I, I got some official training and, and started doing the actual work in, in July of 2020. So that's how I, that's a long winded answer to your question. How did you get into this? (laughs) This we, we all know how it's happened. Usually something and being it's in your family already. For some reason, they yeah. just didn't want to say. Maybe they were felt, yeah. you know, weird just about. Never it. came up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Never came up, and we, uh, yeah, they may have felt weird about it or felt like it was not relevant to any. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a very sciencey person, right? Like a very my my dad's side of the family are all engineers, right? They like oh, put things okay. in order and see how things work, and right, and that's very much me. But it's yeah, probably why. now I'm pulled in this other side, yeah. <laughs> I know that we, we have my great grandma and grandma were both uh, healers. So it, and it's, so it's always been with me, but it, it skipped uh, my mom and um, my sister is very psychic. And now she's, she's realizing that she truly is. But the yeah. ironic thing is that uh, my daughter is now finally realizing this that she has this ability at the age of 48 uh-huh. finally and um the, the two of the grandkids uh also now the grandchildren in florida in florida 
they too are little healers, but uh, because they're only four Love and it. six, they mm-hmm. you know, just don't, they don't know yet. So I'm, I'm just yep. waiting yep. it out. So it's so <laughs> much fun. It is. It's so much fun. And little kids, you know, brainwave activity doesn't change and, and shift out of that theta brainwave mode until about seven years old. And so they're so, so receiving so much information. Yeah. Amazing. I know it's, it's a beautiful thing. So yeah, I, I guess I'm curious, you know, uh, how does like a, a, a spirit baby session work? Like what, what yep. happens when you're talking to somebody that is either trying to get pregnant or lost the child? Yeah, no, it's a good, it's a fair question. So uh, every spirit baby medium is different. Um, everybody runs their sessions differently, but I'll, so I'll say how I do it. Um, I am a huge proponent of meditation, no matter what you're trying to do in your life. <laughs> meditation is one of the most important, I think, medicines that anyone can do. So I usually start a session with a meditation um, and I'll do a brief body scan where I'm able to take a look at somebody's, um, their their energy centers, the chakra system. Uh, so I'll do that. And then um, at that point, I'm able to connect to the spirit baby realm a little bit clearer, a little more clarity. Uh, I am a clairvoyant. So I see things, I see images, I see movies, I see colors, I see things with my mind's eye, not with my eyeballs. <laughs> so with my, in my mind's eye, sometimes I'll get sounds or um, feelings, sensations on my body, but my main, my primary clair is clairvoyance. So I will be able to see the babies and they'll usually, it's one or more obviously but if there are more than one they show up in a line of like birth order so I can tell you what you know what order they're in I also invite in other benign entities like guides or angels or um, ancestors if they actually relate to the spirit babies in some way Uh, and so I'll invite them in as well Um, then I I usually um tell the client what I'm seeing, right? And so I'll describe the babies. I usually ask them to provide some evidence because I'm (laughs) evidence-based, provide some evidence that they're present, right? In their their parents' life. So they'll tell me about hobbies or work or, you know, childhood memories, things like this. And, And then they will, I ask them if they have any messages for their intended parent. And then the parents are able to ask whatever they want to know. Um, and sometimes I'll also be able to let them know about their energy system and how they can balance it out a little bit better to help communicate on their own with spirit baby. So that's probably the first thing that I need to say about spirit baby communication with the way that I work. I am probably from my therapy background, I am someone who tries to empower other people. I am of the opinion that everybody can do this. We all just need to tune into it. And so part of a spirit baby session is to get you on the right track to communicate with your specific baby or babies so that you have specific tools to use. Sometimes it's like, where do I even start? Well, now you'll have specific tools to communicate with your baby. And then you go on and use those tools to communicate. No one eventually should need a medium or spirit baby communicator. everyone can do it on their own do it on their own so now so then you communicate while the child is still inside of the mom or oh sure 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. During so before pregnancy, during pregnancy, even after pregnancy, pregnancy. once uh birth, live birth or loss. Um, So the the idea is that most of our souls is is still in the other realm, right? Just a small part of us is here, not even totally in the body. It's like surrounding, right? This is the aura. We're just in this vehicle. And so I'm able to communicate with our greater selves, right? You probably may have heard that, our higher self or greater self. self, right? right. You probably probably teach all about it. Um, (laughs) So I'm able to communicate Uh that way too. Yeah. Wow. It's, uh, I, I bet that people, after they see you and they can communicate with their child, they feel so great about it. And yeah, I've gotten messages from people, emails with their, with their newly born babies. And they're just like, I feel like I know this kid so well, mm-hmm. you know, cause mm-hmm. yeah, because we've been communicating this whole time. Awesome. It's really amazing to see. Are there sometimes like not so good communication, you know, something that is negative? Sure. Oh, there is. Okay. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in the case of, um, here's one example. Um, somebody felt a baby, the baby felt that they could not come through because they needed to, uh, because they had in a past life done a wrong. They had harmed their parent. And so they wanted to, but they were reticent to because they needed to apologize and make amends. And um, so when we talked about this was the client was the intended mom, but the issue was with the intended father. And so once we cleared that out and um, communicated that to the intended father and all was well, then they were able to get pregnant and bring this baby Earthside. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So do you feel that um, sometimes like if someone is not able to get pregnant, it's just not the right timing that that child's not uh, ready to come in? Sometimes there are myriad reasons of why, you know, babies aren't able to come in right away. Um, that babies is not the right timing. Absolutely. Um, there's a, there are lessons or a lesson for the intended parents to learn. Um, they need to, um, clear something like, like what I just said, they need to clear a past wrong that they've had, meaning, meaning the babies. Um, there are, gosh, there are endless reasons why Mm -hmm. there are also physical reasons. Babies will be like, you need to go to your doctor and talk about this anomaly on top of your uterus. It needs to be cleared before I can come through. The uterus can't expand. Go. (laughs) Sometimes sometimes it's that, you know? Yeah. So there's so many. So there's so many different variables. Um, Mm -hmm. So if if someone is looking, say, um, what is the in, in vitro when they- yes. So, and say if, for instance, I'm just curious if there's like five eggs, okay? Yes. And then they they chose just two and then let the other three go. Do the other three that aren't there anymore, do they communicate or because- Oh, that's a really great question. Okay. Um, It's related to a really common question that I get because parents want to know when- like, where is my baby's soul? Once, once I'm pregnant, is the soul in my body? Well, what I find is that babies come and 
go. They're in an embryo, they're out of the embryo, in and out, and in the fetus and out of the fetus. And just about the last two months or so is when they're like, okay, I'm gonna be in this body right now. Cause it's very constraining. Imagine being this expansive, just huge soul. And then like a little, 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 <laughs> little yes. space. Uh-huh. Yes. Hopefully they're not right. um, claustrophobic, but <laughs> right, right, right. Well, if they are, they're uh-huh. going to be born early. <laughs> Get me out of here. I want to be born two weeks early. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but no, um, I, I find that they, they come and they go. So, so really, um, the the embryos and this is this this probably goes into like reproductive rights and all that stuff which we don't need to get into but <laughs> in my belief system and in my experience working with spirit babies the embryo is maybe um geared for a particular soul but it doesn't necessarily house the soul right away if that makes sense yeah it does so then the, the, do you feel that's probably how the parents choose say i don't know one or two out of the five, they just have that that sense. It can be sometimes the physician the the physicians choose. Sometimes they oh. say, well, so in an IVF situation, uh, the embryologist will will grade each embryo, and this this is like an AA embryo. This is an AB. This is a BB. This is a whatever. So sometimes they'll just say, let's take the highest graded embryos and transfer those back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, sometimes though, there they do testing. There's so many variables. See, here we go. They're, they do testing of the embryos and they know then the um, the sex of the baby. And sometimes the parents will choose a particular oh. sex. Um, they'll ask if they are able to do that. Sometimes that. Sometimes I um, am able to communicate with babies and they'll show me pictures of the embryos because when the embryos are frozen, the embryologists take images of them. And so they show me that one right there, that transfer this one right oh, there. Wow. And, yeah. I guess that so was then, my part of my question. Yeah. 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 Sometimes babies are like, it's fine as long as it's, you know, this gender or this sex, or as long as there aren't any major health anomalies or sometimes a baby, a, a soul wants to come in with some kind of health anomaly because they need to learn that as part of as part of their soul contract. So it's interesting. <laughs> I could go on and on and wow. on. With the I know that's yeah. very interesting. Yeah, because then you you really don't know. I, I would assume that they probably will choose the the best out of all, say five, you know, to make sure that it's it's good. And, and right. Um, do, do the say for instance they choose two do the other three ever communicate with you or or the the soul's not really there to communicate um if there is so the way that souls present themselves to me is hey here's here's the, the highest probability right now i have three babies with me and so they they can be these embryos, or let's say you test these embryos and they're not genetically normal and they need to be let go, um, then there another embryo can be made, whether that's through IVF or maybe you don't need treatment. Um, sometimes folks will, and I don't know the stats on this, um, and fertility people will be annoyed that I'm gonna say this, but it is true that once you've um, transferred and had a healthy, you know, done IVF, had a healthy baby, sometimes the body is like, oh, 
now I know what to do. And also energetically, we release any blocks, that's kind of thing. And you're able to get pregnant naturally. Uh, again, I don't know the, the statistics on that. It's not right. like 99% of the time, but um, it does happen. And, um, and so sometimes you don't need to make another embryo through IVF, right? Mm-hmm. So um, there are all kinds of ways and avenues for these babies to come through. Now, yeah. like say if someone is not a client, do you get messages and you don't know who it is sometimes? Yes. Yeah, lots of times. Lots yes, of times. absolutely. Okay. However, <laughs> however, um, so I'm not like the Long Island medium. <laughs> she's in a no. grocery store and she's like, hey, did your father pass away? Yeah, he doesn't like that shirt. Don't wear that shirt anymore. You know, like <laughs> I'm not like that. Uh-huh. Um, because I, I, again, this might be my, my therapy background. I am always asking permission first, always, always, always. So if there's a person that I walk by in the grocery store and I get a message, uh, there's no way I'm going to say, Hey, excuse me. Um, I will tell the soul, go talk to somebody else. I'm not your person. I'm just not what get through they, to them in another way. Constantly like do like that to you. You know, you have to yeah. tell them, mm-hmm. you know, what, what do you do then? I'm curious. Well, that's what happened with those twins. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, gosh, uh-huh. mm-hmm. the difference now is that I know how to create a, like a boundary. I know yeah. how to create safety and a boundary and say the shop's closed. You, you need to go elsewhere. Um, because I just won't. I, and sometimes souls forget what it's like to live in a body. They'll yeah. forget that there are boundaries and limits and social norms and these kinds of things. And it's, it's completely fine for somebody else to, you know, say that in a grocery store or something, Hey, I have a, a spirit baby for you. It's not okay with me. It's that's just not how I work. So they will, if babies are persistent uh, or any soul really on the other side, if they are persistent, they will find a way. They'll they find will a way. Find, they find a way. A way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's why I say nothing against you, man. I'm just not your person. Please go find somebody else to, to let them oh, yeah. know. <laughs> setting your boundaries. Otherwise you'll go crazy. Yes. And in, in the grocery that's store right. or anywhere else. Yeah. Cause you get That's bombarded right. with all these messages and it's a hello. I do. You know? mm-hmm. I, do I do. I do. Yeah. And while I have total sympathy, right? Like if somebody's in the grocery store and I feel that their daughter is coming through to me and they're like, just let them know I'm okay. I, I really want to, but I, I just feel like it crosses such an, such a boundary that um, they will find a way though. Yeah, they will. And babies communicate all kinds of ways. We just have to notice. They only have the earth to work with, right? So they're sending animals, they're sending plants, they're sending flowers, they're sending, you know, random signs on the street, you know, that they're, they, that's all they have to work with. Music, sometimes they'll send music. So they will find a way. So now you have children, right? I do. Yeah. Okay, did they talk to you? I'm curious. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good question. And I've been asked uh-huh. that before. Uh-huh. I was just curious. So actually, that's what I just heard. So that's what I'm asking. Yep. Uh-huh. Ah, good. See, ask for this. I know, I know. And I, I, I yep. they wanted me to ask you that a little while ago. And I said, I don't know about that. But now it's like, ask her, ask her. So yep. here we yep. go. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so they they likely did. 
however, I didn't, I wasn't even aware of spirit baby communication back then. So I think that they did. Um, I'll give you an example, but um, just to answer your question, I, I, I didn't pay attention. And that's why I think I paid attention in other ways, but I didn't know that this would be like a spirit baby communication. Here's an example. So um, we, we adopted our sons and they were both born in South Korea. But the, when the first one, we hadn't become parents yet. And the first one, we were in the adoption process and um, this was gonna be years, right? Like two or three year long process. And um, so in August we applied and in, in December we were approved. The following April, we were told that we had to switch programs to the China program for, it's not relevant for various reasons, but I was adamant. I just had a knowing that my baby was in Korea. I just, I felt it. Now that to me now could be spirit baby saying, I'm in Korea, exactly. <laughs> I'm in Korea. <laughs> uh-huh. right? Um, and I, I was into like earthly signs, right? So I would look for evidence in my world that that was true. And one day I was driving to work. Now I had been driving to work there for three years and I never noticed this on one corner is a Korean church. Now, let me back up and explain. There's a, there's a meaning to this. The number 317, that's another earthly thing, was very significant to me. Without going into that whole explanation, I'm just going to preface by saying that was a very important number to me. So I'm passing this Korean church and I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't, I never realized that was there before. And I look at the mailbox and guess what the address was? 317. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, that's my evidence from the universe. Yep. Your baby is in Korea. You can follow all the things that the adoption agency wants you to do, but your baby's coming from Korea. Mm -hmm. One month later, we get a call from the adoption agency and she's like, are you sitting? (laughs) Like, Why? Uh, there was a baby that had come from Korea in Tom's River, New Jersey, it was an hour away from us. Wow. And they, the parents decided not to finalize the adoption. And would you like a baby? You need to decide in 24 hours. You need to take custody in 48. Let's That's do it. this. <laughs> there you are. And there he was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so yes, I believe that babies, my babies were communicating with me. Um, I just didn't know it. No, I saw it as universal signs. I didn't commun- I didn't translate it as my babies are communicating with me. And so now I teach that. Look for these signs. That is likely spirit baby communicating with you. Yeah. So you have the, the one son? Uh, we have two. We have two, two. boys. Yeah. Oh, two boys. Yes. Oh, so the, the, the second one came later or? Um... The second one came later. Yeah, that's another, another story. Um, he, we had decided to adopt through the foster care system this time when we were going to adopt a little girl. And um, I just, we went through the whole paperwork and everything. And I just felt, nope, this isn't right. Let's just, let's just pause and wait. Um, I just feel like I want another little boy. And I feel like it would be good if he was also Korean. So they're Korean together that, you know, we're white parents, you know, you know, it would be nice for them to ha- have each other. and. Um, 
I don't even know how much later, a few months later, the adoption agency called with a similar situation, except this time we're in Oregon now, this time he was in um, Chicago. And it was a very similar situation, also born in South Korea um, and a boy, uh, right? So it's like, how do you discount those knowings, those inner guides, right? Like it's, the, it's there. Yeah. You just knew yeah. it's that it's that knowing without knowing feeling. Yeah. It's knowing, not knowing. And not knowing. Not yeah. Just knowing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, <laughs> it's just there. I mean, so yeah. Because I, I know for myself, you know, when I get messages, sometimes I say, gee, how do I know that? But I don't know it. It's it's all here. It's all no. just a felt. Yeah. yeah. Just like yeah. <laughs> them telling me, ask her about her awareness. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So what's their next question? No. <laughs> well, I guess the owl on your um, your oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Oh my, that is uh-huh. a be- beautiful. Oh, thank beautiful. you. Beautiful. Yeah, I'll get a. I'll get a wow. better. Wow. There you go. Oh. <laughs> thank you. Huge. Wow. How, how old is how yes. old is that tattoo? <laughs> oh, she's a COVID tattoo. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But there is a story behind that. It's not not related to spirit baby, although it can be. Um, it's more related to fertility. Um, we we went through a fertility struggle for six and a half years, and um, I was at a retreat center in um, uh, Rhinebeck, New York, the Omega Institute, which you probably yes, heard uh-huh. of. Um, mm-hmm. They do all kinds of spiritual work there. It was amazing. So I was just sitting there with some new friends. I had never met them before, but we were all attending the same workshop. And, um, oh, it was a mediumship workshop. And so we were sitting there and one of the gentlemen that was, he was sitting next to me as a Native American man. He turns to me and he says, your spirit animal is the owl. owl. And I went, what does that mean? I have, (laughs) what does that mean? I have no idea. Um, And- Uh So he's told me a little bit about it and I thought it was really cool and I was going to do more research on it. And I went about my business and that day I took a drive um, just to get some scenery and it's all nature up there. It's beautiful. And I was on the, on a road by myself. It was the middle of the day and up above me in the tree canopy was an owl just sitting there, just staring at me. I stopped in the middle of the road opened my door, got out. I'm standing there in the middle of the road next to my car, staring at this owl, just staring back at me. And I went, okay. The owl is, uh, is my spirite animal. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about, yeah. Inner vision, seeing wisdom. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. And then the lotus flower down beneath is the same is a very similar, um, process. I, I believe in, um, the lotus flower grows in mud, right? And so you have to go through all the mud, the crap, the dirtiness in order to bloom as, as you are. And so this lotus flower is blooming the the wise owl and she's all fire and yes, I'm ready to live yeah, life I now. Know. You know? <laughs> Just so, like you, right? Yeah. Yes, I'm ready to live life now, I'm coming into my own. <laughs> I know, wow. So, so yeah, I mean, it, it's beautiful. Um, to, thank you. Whoever did it, they did an incredible job. Oh, thanks. Yeah, he he did he did great. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm addicted, so I must get more. 
<laughs> so my, my my daughter and my granddaughter have this also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Lotus and I don't know, all these the little things all here and there. Things. But um, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's tattooing is beautiful. You know, it, yeah. it, it there's is. great meaning behind it. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. As long as there's like that. We don't. We do it not just to do it or just show off. We do it because there is a meaning, right. you know, meaning behind for, it for us, right, right, mm -hmm. really, really deep meaning. Some people go in and they're like, "Ah, just do whatever." Okay, that's fine. But <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you're gonna. That come wasn't out me. With, so. <laughs> I know yeah, that so, wasn't me. So getting back to like people you help. Um, so yes. are, are you just doing spirit communication or you, you're still doing your, your coaching and, uh, you know, do oh, yeah. you do coaching mm -hmm. just, just to help people like that are stressed because they can't become pregnant or, um, is it everybody? Yeah. Um, it is really focused on fertility. Um, okay. but the difference, the, the interesting thing is, you know, most, most fertility therapists are focused on the getting pregnant. Um, but I did my doctoral research on post-traumatic growth, which means um, coming out better than you used to be after trauma. And so, yes, there is a, there's the fertility component, but I call it fertile life coaching because it really is about your whole life. These skills and things that you learn in a coaching situation, you'll, you'll be able to use for the rest of your life. Um, PS meditation is like the number one thing. So just start that now. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. So. I help folks um, grow from their experience um, physically, emotionally, mentally, uh, spiritually, and to find meaning and purpose in this experience. There's, there's a purpose, there's a meaning. And I'm able to now pull in spirit baby communication too. So for coaching, I'll do um, past life regression therapy as well, not therapy in a coaching situation, past life regression sessions I will do. And I will do um, the spirit baby communication as well in a coaching situation. So it's a combination. Uh, coaching is very much, you know, like, hey, here are your goals. We're going to put you in the right direction. Here are the steps that you could take. Let's try this out. Um, and a lot of times that involves looking at past life stuff that involves spirit baby communication. So, uh, yes, I absolutely do. I do that as well. Yeah. Now, uh, curious. So do you say, for instance, um, I don't know, someone comes to you that, of course, they're looking to get pregnant, um, but maybe in a, another lifetime, I know this is a crazy question, maybe in another lifetime, they've had a child. Does that mm -hmm. baby ever come in? You know, from another. Oh lifetime? gosh, yes. Okay. Yes, especially if it's really meaningful for now. Um, so, oh gosh, I can draw on so many examples. Um, yeah, there there have been babies that have come through where they were the parent in a previous life, or they were a sibling in a previous life, or they were a spouse in a previous life. Um, it, yes, that happens quite a bit, and so I'm able to see. They'll show me this past life. And most of the time it resonates with the person like, oh my gosh, I'm totally addicted. I'm obsessed with, you know, South Africa. How, how that's crazy. Like, how did you know? And I'll be like, well, I get a past life there, blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, yes, that happens quite often. It's fascinating stuff. Sometimes there's um, a past life where a past life experience that has created a current life block. Um, mm -hmm. And so 
being able to clear that through a past life regression is it's incredibly powerful. And and then I, I would assume that once they they do have a child, they they probably will make better parents. Because oh gosh, cleared, yeah, 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 yeah. And they have a um, they have like the wisdom as the alphas. They have the wisdom of their past experience. Uh-huh. Like aha, I, yep, that resonates with me. I now know. I learned most of the time in a past life therapy or past life session. Though it's like, I, am I making this up? I don't know. And it's like, uh-huh. my approach uh-huh. is, in my opinion, you're not making it up. However, does that really matter? How are you going to use that information that's in your subconscious? How are you going to use it for right now? Yeah. Um, how is it going to change your life for right now? So, yeah. so that um, hopefully, yeah. like maybe in a past, like if they, there's been an addiction or something, they, they, yes. they change in this lifetime. Yes. They sever those cords. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? When we think it really it. is. Fascinating. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. That's how we heal our traumas of the past, whether we know it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the past lives. Because you know, whatever it is, yeah. we have to just let it go and, and move forward. We do. And there's something in the past life um, therapy research that's what they note is that simply you don't even have to do anything except remember, bring this to your awareness and it creates change in your current life. It's absolutely amazing. Highly recommend if you haven't done it, listeners or watchers, try, try a past life session. It's amazing. A session. Yeah. 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 I, I, um, when I lived in, in uh, back East in Brooklyn, I, one of my clients, I did past life with her and after she did not want to come back to this lifetime. Have you ever oh. had somebody that <laughs> she was like so upset with me? It was unbelievable. Oh. Has that ever happened to you? That just happened that one time with me and never happened again. Not yet. But, oh, that's probably gonna happen now. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, let's erase it. <laughs> Erase it. Forget it. I didn't say it. (laughs) Oh, I'm sitting here and they're chatting. So it's like, you know. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what that's like. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a crazy feeling to know, well, you have to come back. You can't stay, you know, in in another era. You know, it doesn't serve your purpose. But um, not right now. Yeah, no. So I was just curious if it ever happened to you. So um, not yet. It's likely yet. it's likely to happen, though. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. That actually brings me to a, a common question that I get to. And I don't know if this was on your list or not, but people ask me um, when you meet with people, do you ever have a situation when a baby doesn't show up that there is no spirit baby? Um, oh, and I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had it happen yet. Um, however, it's likely to. And um, to that, I say there are a couple of options. One, um, we, we simply close the session and I refund your money. That's totally fine. Um, and the other option is to spend some time calling in a baby because there are many, many, many souls who have not chosen parents yet. And when you call in a baby with your resonance, um, they will feel that resonance and be drawn to it. And so then 
we can begin a spirit baby communication session. Um, but it can feel scary to people. Sometimes they'll not make a, a session or an appointment because they're fearful of their not being a baby. Yeah. Okay. But, but that, so, but that the mother is already pregnant. Uh, no, sometimes, oh. no, no. Um, usually they're, my clientele is mostly we're trying to get pregnant. Oh, and so they get, get scared. Okay. Yeah. They'll get scared that there is no yeah, baby. Sometimes though, with, with folks who have experienced loss, they're also afraid that that soul won't show up. Um, and so they won't mm -hmm. make an appointment or they don't want to know really what happened because they usually feel like they did something wrong or in an abortion situation. If they had an abortion and they feel guilty or upset about themselves, or they felt like it was the right decision, but they still wonder if you know the baby, the soul is okay, and so they'll yeah. also feel fearful about that soul either not showing up or showing up, right? Like, showing up and then yeah, mm -hmm. telling them, yeah, I, I would yeah. assume that would be uh, frightening and probably hurtful to an extent, but that they did made a decision yeah. based on what they felt was right at that time. That is what spirit babies say most of the time to, with mm -hmm. me. They'll say, there is nothing that you did wrong. You made a choice. Mm -hmm. We all have choice. I am fine. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm, it's, and it's either like I've moved on or I am happy to be born to you now if you'd like. You know, um, it's, mm -hmm. it's usually such a message. Spirit baby realm is such a loving realm. There is nothing, nothing negative. I mean, unless they have this, you know, sometimes they'll have their own um, worries or upsets, like they made a mistake or these kinds of things. Sometimes there is anger toward somebody on earth, but it still comes from such a place of love. love um, yeah. It's hard to explain how they, those coexist, but there's usually no ill will or anything you know negative toward the parent i i feel like either way otherwise otherwise they wouldn't show up you know they just wouldn't show up they wouldn't show up um, yeah yeah mm -hmm. rather than get that person all you know feeling th those negative feelings yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they would show up yeah 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 i did have a have a baby once though who showed up <laughs> he was all about love but he was really fascinated by macabre things. So like he was interested in like, you know, voodoo and like darker things. Oh, and I'm like, uh -huh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. All I can tell you is what baby's telling me, but it wasn't, it was all still a loving thing. It was just this fascination with how, you know, people on earth work all that magic stuff. Yeah, well, it could have been past lives with the child with that. Spirit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So you wonder yes, if that yes. baby comes in, whether it becomes a healer or a psychic medium or something to that effect. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, I, Gee, I, I, I could almost guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder when I was uh, in my mother's stomach, if I knew I was yes. a healer back then, probably. I uh, know. <laughs> I, I know, think crazy. so. I probably did too. Yep. Yep. We all have our path, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, f I feel all of us have that ability to help ourselves heal as long as we uh, choose to tap into it because we're all born with it. But then of course, you know, life happens and then we move away from it, unfortunately. 
but some of us it uh, is unfortunate stay with it. yeah yeah but yeah I, I often say we're educated out of it yeah mm -hmm. isn't that crazy I know mm -hmm. and and it's a shame because I the majority of the clients I see when they when we sit in and talk about it they at, at some point in their life they knew that they had some abilities but then mm -hmm. of course you know a, a mother or a father would say you're crazy why are you doing this or friends would make fun and so they just you know sweep it under right. the rug but uh right. we, we should we shouldn't be afraid of it no it's not scary it's no, not it's scary not. but and it's true though some folks even who are open to it get scared because um so i, I do a, a spirit baby training so i teach people who want to do this work the very basics foundations training i call it and one of the big questions that i get is but what if negative entities come or what if there's negative energy that comes and this is why the empowerment is so important because you have the ability to block to block those negative energies from coming um you can disinvite them or uninvite them and set a limit with love always with love um with, without fear always with love and um i think that we're taught to be fearful of, you know, like these ghost shows and things like, oh, I know. Ooh, scary. <laughs> yep, I know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that's fascinating. I want to go on a ghost hunt. <laughs> well, I've, I've gone to many homes because people call me in to do clearing of their spirits in the house. Oh, cool. And yeah. And uh, sometimes it gets a little intense, but I, I always say it, it needs to go to the light with love and light and healing and not to be yes. afraid of it because the more afraid you are the more it feeds on that fear that's right 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 so that's where we have to not be afraid and say you it's time to leave you know go right with peace and with, yeah, yeah with love, love love light yeah. god's light healing so that you know they, they need yeah. to heal because sometimes they just get stuck you know in between realms yeah. but Mm -hmm. yeah Do indeed you feel a baby indeed. sometimes or get stuck in between a realm well and the way that i see spirit baby realm is beyond is they've they've come beyond that stuck place they, and they're okay. ready to be born again yeah mm -hmm. yeah um spirit there's a movie out a disney movie out called soul that if people oh. are interested in spirit baby work when i saw that movie i was like babe babe that's who I talked to. <laughs> those are the babies that I talked to. Uh -huh. He's like, yeah, okay. Well, uh -huh. my husband is very grounded. Like, I mean, he he believes in this stuff. Like, he he's seen too much evidence otherwise, but um, he doesn't go like crazy like I do. <laughs> but that movie, there uh -huh. is the realm where all the souls are waiting oh. to go down to earth, and that's those are the souls that I communicate with they've already moved beyond the stuck in that movie they show a stuck place too yeah. oh they do okay yeah they've moved into the realm of, of being born again so um they're not they're no longer stuck they do still carry the energy of past lives and so yeah. sometimes spirit babies will show up as actual like their actual past life i had a um a um military person show up once and I, and I called him, what did I call him? Oh, little one or something like that. And he was like, excuse me. <laughs> I am not a little one, you know, like, however he, he set this boundary with me and I was like, oh gosh, 
I'm so sorry. Um, and, you know, started calling him whatever he wanted to be called. But um, so they'll carry their energy from past lives sometimes. Um, but most of the time they, they show up as small people, either three or four years old, sometimes younger, 10 months old, um, somewhere in that realm, sometimes six or seven. Um, but sometimes they'll show up as full grown past life adults. And um, yeah, and they'll say, I'm, I want to be born in this family. Sometimes it's, I want to be born in this family again. I was in this family three generations ago. Oh, um, okay. Oh, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. So they, they've, they've chosen. So do you, based on that question, do you feel that we, we choose our parents? Yes. We come in? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. 100%. Yes, I do. That's how I yep. feel. Mm-hmm. There's a great, um, <laughs> there's a great quote by Wayne Dyer. He talks about his kids. He's, he had eight kids and um, he said to one of them, you know, she was, acting up or something. And she was like, I, you know, I, you're so whatever. She was saying mean things about him. You're so bossy or you're so blah, blah, blah. And he says to her, well, listen, then you shouldn't have chosen me as your parent. (laughs) And she says, well, you mean that I chose you before I was born? And he's like, absolutely. You, you chose me and your mother as your parents. And she says, I must've been in a hurry. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I'm going to tell that to my daughter. But you don't yeah. to leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a good one. Yeah, they do choose us. Uh, That's for sure. Yeah. That's yeah, and that's what I I always tell my kids. You chose me. <laughs> you're stuck now. Yep. So yeah, you chose me. Sorry. How come you're so mean, mom? You don't let me. Well, you chose this, so. (laughs) (laughs) I know, and I and I I guess like some you know like someone will say to me, well, why would I have chosen this mom who beat me or you know their addiction? Well, there's there's a reason there, you know, for for them to learn or to sever those cords so that they don't do it to their children. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, all kinds of reasons too. It could be for the abuser to learn something too. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And sometimes babies will they they can't get too they don't get de- too detailed with me. Sometimes they'll say what they need to experience and why they're choosing this particular set of parents. Um, and sometimes it's a single parent, but they want a you know a particular you know like donor sperm or something you know um because they need a particular dna set or something like this so they'll talk specifically about their purpose what they need to learn why they're choosing that parent or parents it's really cool and so i'll say things like hey um this baby needs to experience you've experienced something similar around seventh or eighth grade and they'll be like i don't know yeah so they're choosing you because you you already know how to handle this and they need you to help guide them through it, right? So they'll be like, okay, I got it now. <laughs> okay. I bet they they get afraid. They probably look at you and say, what is she talking about? But how does she know? So, yeah. Yes, that's more like, oh shit. How did you yeah, know that? Yeah, exactly, I know. It's more like that. Uh-huh. So yeah, now you, you've written like a book, that. right? Yes, not about spirit babies. That one's going to come in the future. I know it. Oh, okay. Do you have a copy of your book that we can see? I do. It's right here. 
right behind me. Ah, transcending and yeah. beautiful cover. Wow. Well, thank you. There's the lotus flowers. See? Yes, it's the lotus flowers. So now, it, it, yeah. it, what, the, what is the book about? So the book is, um, it, we. I, I mentioned that we dealt with infertility for six and a half years. And right. um, the last year was a huge period of growth for me because my husband and I almost divorced over this. Oh, and wow. um, yeah, and that was a, a breaking point for me. Uh, and I began to do really deep healing work. Um, and all of that deep healing work is in here, which is what I teach people. This is the fertility coaching that I do. I teach people how to do this deep work so that no matter what happens, mm -hmm. you're going to be great. You're going to be amazing, better than you used to be. Um, not, not that I say, oh, just think positive all the time. Don't let negative thoughts mm -hmm. in. No, because part of this experience in transcending infertility is to acknowledge and honor the pain, all of it not to run away from it, to look it square in the face and say, what are you trying to teach me? Right, what, exactly. are you, what are you trying to show me here in this life? So transcending infertility is rising above, looking at it as if from a bird's eye point of view going, ah, that's why I was trapped what right there because I mm -hmm. had to get over here. Okay, that's what this book is about. And so there's, there's very grounded psychological concepts in here but also very mystical and metaphysical um, concepts in here like quantum physics and things like that that um, I pulled from in order to heal and grow and truly I was completely in a zen place when we brought our son home um, I would have been completely fine with no children I would have been happy adopting six dogs and living on a farm somewhere <laughs> and traveling. I really was uh -huh. yeah. totally happy with life. And that's what I hope to help people find is that peace mm -hmm. with everything peace. that has happened, regardless of how no the story what. ends up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because things happen for a reason. They and do. Yeah. And whatever it is, it is. And we need to just, you know, look at it, accept and say, okay, you know, sending it with love and, and whatever the, the problem and challenge is, it is to know that it's there for, for us to heal, I want to say. Yes, indeed, right. To heal mm -hmm. past or, you know, present wounds and sometimes future wounds, future lives. I, we, haven't, we didn't even talk yes. about future lives. <laughs> I know. That's another thing. I know. It's, it's funny. I had a hip replacement uh, four years ago and, and I said, okay, you put me in pain for a reason here, you know, and, and I understood yeah. it was my inability to be able to move forward. And, ah, and I said, wow, we had to do it yeah. so severe, but I, you know, it's like anything else when we're, we're not listening, it gets yes. louder and louder, loud, louder, a lot louder and more challenging. So until we finally yes. understand that this is what, what it's all about. Yep. Yep. That's what happened with those babies who were like louder and louder and louder. Okay. Now we're going to mess up stuff in your house. We're going to oh. knock over the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's great. It's, it's unbelievable. Oh, so, wow. I could talk mm -hmm. for, uh, for another hour with you, but I know you have other things. I know good times. <laughs> I know. So uh, where can my listeners get a hold of you and your book? Mm -hmm. 
Uh, Transcending Infertility is on Amazon or on my website, drmariarothenberger.com. And my website's where you can find me, or I'm also on Facebook and Instagram and uh, Pinterest. I love Pinterest. (laughs) Yeah. Or they can email me directly, info at drmariarothenberger.com. Okay. And I'll have all that information on the bottom of, uh, you know, where where we can get a hold of you. And when do you think your next book's going to come out? Oh, good. Well, I'm writing a fiction right now, not related at all to any of this, but the spirit baby stuff, I'm still dreaming that one up. I think that I'm going to have some, yeah, I think I'm going to have some um, interesting stories in there, personal stories of folks Mm. who have had spirit baby sessions, not just with me, but other spirit baby mediums and um, see if there's like some themes in there. I think it'll be fascinating. Yeah. And to also teach people how to do it themselves. Oh, when that comes out, we need to get you back on. That's for sure. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, that will happen. I'm, I'll be available. Yeah. Well, yes. thank you so okay. much for having me, Barbara. <laughs> uh, so one more time, where can people find you? Uh, your website? DrMariaRothenberger.com. And that's burger like hamburger, B-U-R-G-E-R. <laughs> so it's, okay, so it's R-O-T-H-E-N-B-U-R-G-E-R. Yes. There we go. Dot com. Okay. Yep dot com well thank you thank you for coming on this show and I thank really you so much i appreciate it good oh, times great. yes it was a beautiful conversation so um i thank you again and uh i want to thank my <laughs> listeners for listening and i hope you heard what you needed to hear today and uh visit me at motivateyourlife.net and please subscribe to this youtube channel the spiritual warrior coach podcast Uh, We're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Google, you name it, we are there. And we're also international. Uh, And also for those of you maybe interested in learning uh, energy healing, check out my book on Amazon, Gentle Energy Touch, The Beginner's Guide to Hands-On Healing. So again, thank you all very much for listening. And a big thank you to Dr. Maria Rothenberger for explaining all about spirit babies. I truly enjoyed this hour. (laughs) And uh, have a beautiful week filled with love and with light. Love, Barbara.